Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy, and I have such an exciting show for you today. I'm so glad you tuned in. Uh, we had the most amazing guest lined up. Uh, I put the feelers out on uh, Bobby Fisher, and uh, turns out he's dead. So as a fallback position, uh, always on the speed dial, T.J. Miller's here with us. Checkmate, Bobby. T.J. Miller. I took your spot. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having it's me It's so good show. to have you. Now, if oh, I were to ask you to come on the show more often, what would you say? Do you think you'd be like amenable to that or no? Yeah. I mean, I've always said I'll do your show whenever you'll have me. I mean, I it's, love it. It's really – it's so great. And, and I mean, you always give 110%. That's the thing I like about you. Some some people come in and they don't – it's kind of half-assing it, kind of grab-assing. Mm-hmm. Grab assing around sometimes, the studio, sometimes you know, kind of slapping each other in the ass, you know, with some slap assing, some yeah. slap assing, some Squash grab racket. slaps, some slap grabs. Yeah, but you, you come in, you give a hundred percent. Sometimes, well, you just said one hundred and ten. I, I usually give between one hundred and five and one hundred ten percent. But some people say, "Well, TJ, you didn't give one hundred ten percent that time. You just gave one hundred and five, and it's like dick liquor." Still gave over a hundred percent. It's still over the amount that you can give. Yeah, and you and you don't you don't use you use that phrase sparingly, dick liquor. Usually, you know, use sometimes it all, earn use it no more than three times a day. No more than that. That's the dick liquor is is one of your go tos just in a jam. Mm. But it's so good to have you because and here's the thing, TJ, and I think the people listen, uh, listeners out there, if you've never listened to the podcast before, let me just tell you, um, please turn it off right now and listen from the start. It's not going to make any sense. And start with three. You, start yeah, with episode start with three. three. That's what we say. Start with three. That's, our, that's where we really kicked that's it into gear. One of our biggest cash phrases. Yeah. Start, start with, with three. three. Start with three. Uh, three five eight, and then keep it going. Three yeah. five eight nine ten. Skip around. Skip around if you need to. Skip while you're listening but to listen. it in order. Yeah. yeah. In fact, listen to this podcast out of order. Just keep pressing shuffle and then have it go to different parts of the podcast shuffle so it makes back. no sense whatsoever the entire time that you're Let listening. Let it be an art installation for your own ears. Yeah. But there's a good group of people that we have listening. There's a good 12, 14 people that are out there. We want to thank and each focused. and every one of you except that 13th one because, well, yeah. Tyler, you're unlucky. <laughs> 
which kind of upsets me. The whole 13 is unlucky. I was born on the 13th. My son was born on the 13th. Is that true? Yeah. And Your I think, son and you have the same birthday? No, he was born uh, six, mo- six months apart, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Six months apart, but still, 13th. My brother had me believing I was born on Friday the 13th. I believed I was bad luck for literally the first 19 years of my life. No, that's yeah, not true. Yeah, seriously, it was a practical joke. Went a little too far. Just 19 years too far. A little bit too far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, that's upsetting. I get upset. About, I think that it's, is it numberism? I, I, race, it's racist against numbers. I think what would numberism, you call that? yeah. I is think it numberism? Numericism. Are you serious? Numericism. How, look, the, every, every little... My, you numericist. Every, oh, look at that guy. He's a real prime number piece of shit. <laughs> every minority is, is on their, their, you know, getting up on a pulpit. Talking about what about the people that were born on the thirteenth? I mean, we don't you think it's insulting to us when we're in an elevator and they don't have a thirteenth floor? Come on, we know the fourteenth floor yeah, we know is the thirteenth. Also, a lot, of, a lot of minorities will get you know on a soapbox and dick lickers. Bunch of dick lickers. <laughs> a lot of minorities will get on a soapbox and ask what a pulpit is. I know I'm in the minority of people that don't know what a pulpit is. <laughs> and it is lovely to be on your show. <laughs> you're, on the, you're on the pulpit right now. You're on the hot seat, TJ Miller. And you know what we do at the start of every – you wouldn't know this if you don't listen all the time. But on, at the start of every cashing in with TJ Miller, triple banger triple lightning, lightning, round. lightning round. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question one. Underwear worth the effort? So you're saying it might be – it might be worth not putting it on just to be sort of free. Yeah, I had I had a dot 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 always necessary. Mm. I think yeah, it's worth the effort. I'd rather I'd rather not be directly in contact with my pants in that area. <sighs> I'm a little disappointed in you. I, really? I, yeah, I think T, I get T.J. Miller on the show. He's a mountain man. You know, he's a he's a rugged. I don't think anyone's ever described me as that. I I recently returned some whipped cream because it was <laughs> it was too harsh. It was too. It, it, on, had a, it had a sandpaper texture to I, it to me. <laughs> I won't eat boys and berries or blackberries because them seeds get stuck in my teeth. <laughs> I went skiing with you. You had all. The, you, you seem like a, a rugged outdoorsman. But underneath the, the, the skiing, I was. Wearing, I think if you was a four wheel four drive. pairs of long johns, and on top of that, medium johns, and I had on Daisy Daisy Duke johns, Daisy Duke johns at the very bottom. Yeah, and then you fancied it up with some Longathan Jonathans, Longathan Jonathans. <laughs> The most formal of all undergarments, <laughs> the Longathan Jonathan. Got a bow tie right where the cock goes. <laughs> Your dick will be able to go to a black tie event in this bad boy. Your cock will have a mustache. <laughs> listen, okay. listen, TJ. I, I thought you know what? Um, I agree with you though, because it's almost like if you don't have underwear on, it's almost like having a little cactus in your pants. Is it? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You also keep all of your, and I, I don't mean to be crass on your show, and I, I don't know if you want me to reveal this, but you do keep uh, your pubic it, yeah. hair at a length that is always prickly. So that may be the <laughs> genesis of the cactus feel. You're always keeping, and from my understanding, you keep your, yeah. your pubic hair at about two days growth at all times. Two to three two, days. Two to three days? Yeah. I yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to discuss that one. Okay, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a topic. You know, because I kind of save that for for the you know the well, really the TV interviews. That's the kind of thing oh, you okay, want to yeah, talk yeah. about. Yeah, and, and I will not bring up the fact that your taint is you know four to five inches longer than most human <laughs> beings. Is it, he's got an asshole in the small of his back, everybody. Cash levy <laughs> and a tail. <laughs> he also has a tail. 
Check that out if you get a chance. <laughs> Triple banger, lightning, lightning round. round. Question two. Self-checkout, convenient or when do my benefits kick in? <laughs> I, first of all, I think it's pretty convenient because when I go to a grocery store, I usually only buy two or three things because I don't have a family and uh, I don't eat much. You know, I, uh, I have body issues. But uh, I, so I like that self checkout. You know, I like going through it. But you like I like, it? I like better the idea. Well, you can have it because I heard they're starting to take them out because the, people do get frustrated with it. But I like the idea of I'd like to do that and then go up and say, "Excuse me, can I see a manager really quickly?" And then when they come over, you go, "Hey, listen, I got to take off on Friday, so I'm not going to be able to do the checkout. <laughs> do you have somebody that can cover for me and uh, ring up all my items?" So that's what I'll be doing from now on. Is that, do, you, do you really do that? That's good shtick. I mean, I'm going to do that from now on now that you said that. Okay. Now that's Because that's the first now. time I've thought of it, yeah. Yeah, that's your plan. Yeah, yeah. You should do it. We I'm should all do that. We should have National Anti-Checkout Day. I think, I think Anti-Self-Checkout Day. The 13th of... Let's do it the on your 13th. birthday. Let's do it on the 13th. Okay. You know what? The 13th of any month, you can go in and just call the manager over and say, hey, can I take off Thursday? Or if it's a Thursday, say next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want your manager thinking yeah. you're a drug addict. <laughs> a drug addict. <laughs> I think we should drug do it. I think National uh, Anti-Self-Checkout Day. We're going to do it. All right. The 13th of every month, you can go in to the self-checkout, ask for a manager, say, can I have Thursday off? I'm not going to be able to check out my items. Do you have somebody who could cover for me and ring up everything I'm buying? Yes. Nice work. Triple banger lightning Triple round. Triple banger. Question three. If massage had an unhappy ending, what would it be? Hmm. I think the woman trying to masturbate something other than your penis. You know, I mean, I, I would be very unhappy if it seemed like she's like, all right, now, uh, you know, lay on your back and, uh, and take the towel off. So I do that. And then she just goes over to my foot and starts slowly going up and down. Puts more oil on there. Maybe your elbow. There. So really, yeah. it would, for you, it would just be a a, mis- a big misunderstanding. Yeah, that would be an unhappy ending. Also, you know, I think it would be an unhappy ending if uh, if they sort of finish. You're so relaxed. They say, "Turn over, take the towel off." I've n- I've never been to one of these places. I, I haven't keep either. Exactly what they. I say. haven't either. They say, "Turn over, lie on your back, and take the uh, towel off." And um, I'm going to shit all over your chest and your face <laughs> and. Uh, if I have any left over, I'm going to make my way down to your lower torso. So <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this $47 massage in a strip mall in uh, Fresno, California. <laughs> I, uh, is, uh, I think an unhappy ending would be your wife uh, finding out. <laughs> but That's what it is. You know what the unhappy ending is? Uh, yeah. Just as soon as you ejaculate, opening your eyes and seeing your wife standing above you, just about to shit all over your chest With- and face. <laughs> This is how I'm going to return the favor. <laughs> is it cheating though? Is an unhappy ending cheating? An unhappy ending? No. This is it a, is a happy situation. Ending? Is a happy ending? A happy cheating? ending? Because uh, my know, wife, I was in Thailand with my wife on our pretty much honeymoon type thing, and uh, <laughs> and you're asking, she, and she uh, <laughs> she she said, if you want to go do that, that's fine. And I really? was too lazy. I, I I really was just too lazy. She really we said, if you want to go do it. We were in Bangkok, and she said, yeah, if you want to, it doesn't matter to me. Because yeah, I don't think it. I don't think she perceives it as. Is that really cheating? What is that really? It's not. I mean, it's, you're not kissing. You're just laying there while you're being awkwardly it's, masturbated until you come to climax. Well, in my case, I don't know how you guys climax. Is there anything sexual about it, really? I I think, you know, there is... There is one sexual thing about it, and that Matt is the masturbation. So. Yeah, I think Matt it is. I think that's sexual. I think the main part about the happy ending that is sexual is 
the ejaculation after the masturbation. You say the the actual uh, semen that comes yeah, out. Yeah, the the act, uh, the fu- the finale. Yeah, it's not. It's pretty sexual. I, I love that it's though. I mean, though I, you're the I, coolest wife because there's yeah. no way. Uh, you know, my girlfriend, or really any of my girlfriends, I feel like would be like, "Yeah, go for it, go have your fun." I did though. I, t- I took someone to Amsterdam for a surprise birthday gift. Okay, and she had never been. And on the plane ride, she was so excited. I flew her out there business class because I had so many miles from flying around the country, entertaining all of you, hoping that I bring some light to your your dark, dark lives. Um, and uh, on the plane, she said, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. And, you know, we had some drinks. And she was like, you know what? If you want to sleep with a prostitute, you can. And I'd say it was four or five seconds before she retracted that. I mean, I, I hadn't finished four, responding. But, but, she but said, you're you know, that you quick. Could you could have you got it in. You're if that I, quick. If I had been smart, I would have gone, yeah, okay, I'll do it. It's forever. And I quickly Hold pinky swear her against her will. But, uh, no, she, she said, you can sleep with a prostitute if you want. And I go, oh, well, and she goes, no, never mind. No, no, no. No, can't do that. I think that's a bad idea. And I think it is a bad idea. I mean, you know. The happy ending? No, just, you know, sleeping with a prostitute. Well. Yeah, in general, but also, you yeah. know, when you're with somebody. That's you know, generally not a good thing. But I, golly, you know, I love those. You know, sometimes for me, after a good long massage, a happy ending actually ends up being them just reading the final pages of a storybook, you know. <laughs> the prince takes <laughs> Prince Charming, obviously, he's charming, you know. There are many princes that are crass, unless you've seen Game of Thrones recently with Geoffrey. But I tell you this, you know, at the end of a good long massage, if they'll just read the final pages as, as Prince Charming takes the lady into the, the, the foothills, as they ride off into the foothills, which are smaller than mountains, that to me is the happiest of all massage <laughs> endings. That was your triple banger and lightning round. Lightning round. And now we'll move it on to where were you? Oh, you know, I, I just just recently, I was in New York City, and I, I like to call it uh, uh, New York shitty when I'm not having a good time, and I like to call it New York pretty when I'm having a great time. Yeah, and the people of New York, I mean, I don't know how many listeners we have out of the 12 uh, from New York, but there, there might be... I think one lives in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah, okay. And commutes to, to work in New York City. Okay, Manhattan. I don't know if that counts. But. I think that's actually Tyler, that unlucky bucket of a man... <laughs> That's what his friends call him. Uh, if you look at his profile picture on Twitter, Tyler looks like a bucket. He's got no head. <laughs> his body's totally hollow. It's a, it looks like a pail. And he's instead of uh, it's a, he's got a little headband on top. On his wedding hold. day, mm. his father-in-law leaned in. He's like, "You're a little bucket of a man, <laughs> <laughs> but my my daughter loves you. Make her happy." And you know what he said? He said, "You know what?" That comment, I've, I've heard it a thousand times. So to me, that's just another drop in the me. <laughs> and that's been our show for today. I think we peaked right there. No, no I like way. that. It was good. No way, no way. What's it was good. What's it was up good. Next? I don't want to go on. We can't beat it. What's up next? Okay. Uh, where were you? You were in New York. I was in New York. And yeah, like I said, I, I like to have fun in there. You know, I like when I go in on a cab, I like to look out the window and go, it's so much bigger than I expected. <laughs> You know, and then I'll say, I, I want to see a, a music play on Broad Street. You know, get yeah. everything just like, this is a city that rarely sleeps, the larger apple. <laughs> and I, you know, I've, I've, I've talked about that a lot. But I, I like New York. I like it more than Los Angeles. It's my favorite city, I think. I like New York. Um, I was there the first time I ever went to New York. Yeah. Uh, 
was really cool because I was there with my wife, and uh, there was the blackout. Oh, there was. Yeah. So you guys both got so drunk. We were in the blackout. Uh, no, that was a whole different time. Yeah. We'll talk about that later because <laughs> uh, we have a podcast called Drunken Escapades yeah. um, with T.J. Miller. And it's just T.J. Miller interviewing himself. It's just me drunk at home going, hey, what do you want to do now? Where's the door? What do you want to do? Where's the door? It was, it was okay, so Where's I'd never been door? to New York. The blackout happens. We're on a subway. We just thought the subway had broken. Yeah. You know? So we get out of the subway and we're in the financial district. And we come up out of the subway, and people are going crazy. Really? Yeah, because it's looting? a really hot day. And now people are like, water here. Like, people are grabbing water. And people are, like, going nuts. They're all in the middle of the streets, like thousands and thousands of people. And I turn to April, and I'm like, I don't know how people live here. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> this is People are savages here. Like, I was like, how do people do this? I mean, I had been there, like, two days of my life, right? So we're in the blackout, and uh, we realize pretty quick it's a blackout, right? And uh, we only have about, I don't know, 5 or $6 in cash, right, yeah. between us. And I don't know how long the blackout's going to be. My wife wants a Popsicle. And the Popsicles are like 3 or $4. And she starts, she starts, like, whining about the Popsicle and how she can't get the Popsicle. I'm like, we don't, we don't know how long this is going to last. This money might have to – I mean, this could, this could be our money for the next this like, could, three this days. This could be all of our money like, until they want, stop using money in our culture. a fucking Popsicle? I was like – and she got really pissed off, and we got this big argument. And then she stormed away. And you don't want to get it – now, we don't – this is, this is before cell phones. Pretty much. I mean, we, we didn't have any. Yeah. It was like 2003. I didn't get them until 2009. Yeah, that's or weird. Or 2010. That's really weird, man. That was just two <laughs> years ago. I mean, they've been around <laughs> no, but I didn't, almost I, a decade. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have a cell phone. You know what? Both of us didn't have a cell phone. It was 2003. Okay. We weren't going to be able to reach each other. She storms away in a blackout in New York City. And there's no way we're going to be able to find each other. We're not staying in a hotel. We're staying at my friend's house. And, and she doesn't even know where it is. She storms away. So now i got to follow her through the streets of New York. And keep a distance because I'm pissed off. And that went on for literally maybe three hours. Oh, really? Where I just followed her. Yeah. Three hours. I pretty much followed her. We had a lot of anger problems back then. Well, I like to say that... And, uh, and you know what saw, fixed everything? What? The fountain. There was all these fountains going off. We cooled off. Yeah. Got a little more comfortable. And then that city became so lovely. People say on that city, it, it, its heart grew twice its size. After the blackout or yeah, in general? Yeah. That night, just that just night. that night, everyone was—it was like a neighborhood. People say that it was sort of like well, that's really dangerous because there yeah. won't be enough blood in the circulation well, system. It's going to be beating too fast. I mean, it's going to create serious health problems. People say that the, that that city was so happy it almost had a stroke. <laughs> I like to think that a blackout is a when a city so drinks awesome. way too much. Yeah. A blackout is when a city, New York, just had too much to drink. Doesn't know what's going on. A blackout. I also. I like to imagine that somebody <laughs> arrived in New York City, kind of like you guys, but even less. They'd never been. You know, they, they, they took a bus to a subway and then took the subway into Manhattan. And they got out and they go upstairs, or upstairs. They go up to the ground level and it's just pandemonium. People are like, water's over here, water's. And they just, they're, they're like, this is New York. Just no lights and a lot of water. <laughs> And streetwalkers, as far as the eye can see. They told me there were a lot of streetwalkers, but, I mean, literally everybody is. And then they approach a seven-year-old, and they go, you're a little young to be prostituting, don't you think? <laughs> and they're immediately... And that's uh, New York City. Horse-grabbed in their ass. 
by the father of that <laughs> young woman. Even Matt was like, what, what horse crabbed? What? Horse grabbed. Remember when you were saying horse play? And it was oh. a callback earlier, too. Okay. Horse crab. Well, I feel real bad about it. No, horse grabbing, grab ass. Grab ass. And horsing playing. Getting hit in the ass with a squash racket, and now horse crabbing. I didn't ever say, no one had ever said anything about that. That was on a previous racket. episode. I believe it was, uh, oh, I don't know, panda thighs, perhaps. Wow. Or perhaps cantaloupe pants. Oh, wait, who were the guests on those? Was that. Yeah, I don't remember who. You know, it yeah, all okay. blends in after a while. Yeah, it blends in after a while. Hey, but, listen, you're, it's your show. But listen, you know, you're here with me now. Oh, I mean, the, the main thing is you're here with me now, mm. and you're, you're, you're really, you're really one of my favorite guests. But I got to tell you right now, these blackouts, people love them, and I think people like blackouts because it gives people a chance to get back to. I, there's too much technology. There's too much. Um, distraction in the world now. I mean, there was a blackout uh, where I live in Los Angeles about uh, two weeks ago, and it was so fun. You know, it was yeah, you just light a, some candles. You, you light candles. You talk. You actually talk to somebody because yeah. you have nothing else to do. Uh, you know, you, you might you might get a happy ending Ooh. from a neighbor that <laughs> stops by. To bring some flowers or just maybe by some, instead some of pomegranates? In, I don't know. In New York, they're like, waters, waters. In, in Hermosa Beach, they're like, hey, I just stopped by to give massages. I'm giving massages to everybody. Yeah. No, blackouts, people just stop by and give you a massage. Yeah. Um, you can walk down the street during a blackout and someone will give you a hand job. Is that true? No. Okay. I didn't. But but I'd like to think. But the city itself became much smaller. And that was great. And that's, that's where you were. That's a nice thing. I was there. Where were you? Um. I was actually we, me and you. I we went to the Nerdist party. Yeah, we did. Yeah, those are good times. Oh, Chris Hardwick, what a great guy! What a great guy! And they, you know, they had a food truck that had just the strangest uh, looking tacos. They were Kobe beef burritos. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what you expected. Um, I, I expected, expected to skydive while eating those tacos. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Nerdist. Next time, spring for a fucking plane and some tandem instructors. Where's my fucking plane? You puss. Um. I expected not so many beautiful, beautiful girls and nerds having sex with those girls after the party. I mean, the nerd Which t- we had to assume happened. The nerd thing. Chris Hardwick, greatest guy you ever want to meet. Is he a nerd? Because he seems like a real stud to me. He's, he's a, he's a they, nerd. Have they hijacked this word? There's all a, these, well, all these so-called nerds? Geek is now chic. Okay. And so I think the nerd sort of thing is... If you have any nerd-like qualities to yourselves, it's the outsiders kind of taking over because they were more into computers and technology, and that now governs our lives. That's why we need more blackouts so that we can kill these fucking nerds. <laughs> oh, I see them on the street. Their glasses and their high-water pants. And their button-down flannel short sleeve shirts with those pocket protectors not even in their pockets. They're just chewing on them like animals. <laughs> You know what I do? I grab a nerd and make him lick a van. <laughs> I find a, a, the nearest van and I make him lick the side of it. Those nerds, they know how to do what it takes to survive. <laughs> that's my favorite. It's, the nerd, you know, that's my, that's my favorite thing. The nerds, they like different movies. The nerdist, uh, the nerd movies. Yeah, well, they Revenge were pro- of the nerds. they were prophetic, I guess. Is yeah, that right? Right, Revenge of the Nerds. There's certain now they're back. 
movies that were prophetic. And we were all, know? yeah, and we were, and some are just plain pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> like, there will be blood. Fuck you, Pete Holmes. No, they, they've had their revenge because they're scoring lots and lots of beautiful girls at their parties. And um, I didn't know, I didn't know enough to, to fit in. So, you know. well, you know, and I think, but, you know, I was always, were you a nerd growing up? No. No, I don't think so. I was a bit of a, you know, I had nerd-like qualities. I sort of was always in the balance of being pretty well-liked, but still, you know, I was a theater dork in high school. I I, I played lacrosse, and by that I mean I sat on the bench. And uh, so I was never quite an athlete or a popular kid. So I think, you know, nerd is a very uh, flexible word. Yeah. What other movies were prophetic? Uh, you got the, the Revenge of the Nerds. Uh uh, cocoon, Titanic, Cocoon, that, Titanic. That ended up happening. Cocoon. Never gonna grow old. Never gonna die. Yeah, yeah, cocoon. yeah. That's because we're not, no one's dying anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Road Warrior. Road Warrior ended up happening. That ended up happening pretty much. Mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid. Ariel is Mermaid. dead. My favorite though. I think. Uh, I think Rambo was. Uh, yeah, that ended up happening. God didn't make John Rambo. I did. Yeah. Good morning. I be- taught him to do what it takes to survive. To live off the land, <laughs> to eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. Remember one thing when you get out there with John Arambo: an ample supply of body bags. Body bags. And remember That's this, my Rambo. Favorite. I I refer to billy goats a lot. I use them as a standard of measurement as far as what foods you could eat and what would make you puke. Remember one thing when you go out there with billy goat puke: body bags. <laughs> To kill, period, exclamation point, apostrophe S. Uh, Billy Goat uh, used to be a puke. What did you say? Puking Billy Goat? That's what they used to call me in college. Puking Billy Goat. (laughs) Are you serious? And I can't imagine a joke falling flatter than that. I mean, that joke felt so (laughs) flat, it was immediately uh, (laughs) one-dimensional. The puking Billy Goat? Did you see me try and figure out which dimension? (laughs) That felt so flat, it was was in 3D. That joke trying to do what it takes to survive, to live off the land, Uh, to kill, period. Listen, I... I always thought that Krenna, like, I don't know if you guys remember that movie, but I think Krenna, Richard Krenna, the guy that did that speech... I think that he didn't have lines. I think they just go, it's Richard Crenna. He'll figure it out. And he was just making it up. Because where did the Billy Goat puke come from? I mean, I think from... Is that the, normal thing people deepest, say in the well, military? Well, it's the deepest, dar- darkest depths of one's own soul is when you talk about a Billy Goat puking. Because <laughs> really imagine the image of a Billy Goat, which to me always has bushy eyebrows and a little tuft of hair in the top. And just imagine him puking. It's so gross to see any animal puke, but a goat. You know, goats Goats really run the... They walk the line of cute and disgusting, don't mm, they? Interesting. Yeah. No one really There's is ever a like, what a pe- cute goat. But if yeah. you go to a petting zoo, you're always making a stop at the goats. Well, yeah. And, you know, they're... they're uh but, yeah, there's no, there's no like, billy goat, uh, you know, stuffed animals, that kind of thing. They're yeah, not, they're that's not exactly right. And where did that expression come from? Get, he got, he's really getting your goat. Getting your goat. That's so weird. Was there a time in history when people were like, eh, I'm really going to get to this guy. I'm going to go grab his goat. I'm going to take <laughs> his goat, bring it over to my farm. We'll see what he says about that. <laughs> and then the other farmer came over and goes, what are you doing? Did you get my goat? Where's my goat? He's like, I got it. I got your goat. You sure did, Jerry. Let's have a glass of mead, which is an old-timey type of alcohol, and just talk it over. I hope there's never so much technology that we're wishing for blackouts. What are you talking about? Nothing. Just being prophetic. Did you say pathetic? Absolutely not. Now, let's pet this goat for a bit until it pukes. And that was cashing in with T.J. Miller. I think we got to shut it down now. That was awesome.
Throw it on down. It was good. Let's let's move it along to the essential questions of human nature. These and are so important. Today's topic so is going to be uh, insensitive people. Uh, people who are often insensitive. And then, uh, you know, I like to talk about it on the show. Uh, let me ask you a question, T.J. Miller, my favorite guest. Uh, you don't have to say that. Has any conversation that's gone, you know, gone well that started with, when I defend you to people, I say, no. Can't go uh, well. Oh, it's the worst. I just worked when with I this terrible, people, terrible um, director. Yeah, yeah. said something similar to that. Yeah. Why don't you, you know, why don't you stop right now? You know, because this is when some fisticuffs are going to come out. Right? Yeah. And you're talking about Cashel often hit people with his fists that have handcuffs on yeah, them. Yeah, have handcuffs he'll on them. He'll put himself fists. in handcuffs. Yeah, fists. And then he'll make two fists and he'll hit you straight like, yeah. Oh, kind of over his head and then down on your head. And then yeah. he'll, yeah. Right on the horn, right on well, the goat's horn. I, I, yeah, I, I, I can't stand that. I mean, I this terrible guy recently was like, I mean, you know how many people I've had to defend you to? Like, it's who says that? Why? How is that? You know, it's yeah, it's just a mean. It's right up there with you look tired, or I hate to tell you this. I mm. think I just get to stop people. But that brings me to the next question. Really, is how would observers describe the last fight you were in? Brouhaha, Donny Brook. Or melee. Jesus. Because for me, I was in a violent misunderstanding. What is Donnie Brook? Donnie Brook. Were you in a Donnie Brook melee or brouhaha? I love, you know, oh, a brouhaha broke out. You got Donnie Brook. I was in a Donnie Brook. Well, first of all, I've never heard Donnie Brook. I thought that was a man's name. And I've been referring to several. I guess I've been talking to fights this whole time when I've been calling Donnie. I've just been calling up fisticuffs, so to speak. Uh, I mean, the last fight that I was in would have been a melee. Melee? So other people jumped in? Yeah, there's three three guys and me. Three guys against me. Was that New York? Yeah. Oh, can you tell us about that? Terrible. Uh, Is that over the water? Water here! I think we got you just it. jumped in? No, it was over a popsicle. It was, it was over, over a popsicle. It was over a popsicle. <laughs> Your wife wanted a popsicle, and I beat the living daylights out of three guys. It's more of a more of a savage beatdown. As I was hitting them, they were like, "We don't have any popsicles. Why would we have that? What a strange request! Why are you hitting us? Because we don't have it." And you know, I actually beat up all three of them, and then uh, the third one, I found a fudgesicle and hidden it in his in his Reeboks. So I pulled out. I go, "What is this?" He goes, that's a popsicle stick. I said, what did it used to be? He said, a, a, a fudgesicle. And I said, you were holding out on me. And I slid his throat with the popsicle stick. It didn't cut him or anything. It just no, a couple of splinters around his Adam's apple. Yeah. And then he said, let me get my bucket. But I'll tell you. he said, you are a bucket. <laughs> Go back to Jersey. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you, when you slit someone's throat with a popsicle stick and you leave yeah. some splinters, it makes it hard for that guy can't dress up like a woman because it's going to draw attention to his Adam's apple. That's People go, true. are there splinters on that app? Hold on a second. You're That's not a true. lady. You're a fella. Do you sharpen the popsicle stick before you stab people with it? I didn't have any time at that moment. But yeah, if I'm preparing to kill someone with a popsicle stick, I'll sharpen it. But it's wood just won't. God didn't it. make Jim, John Rambo. Popsicle sticks did. Uh, do you think Rambo could kill someone with a popsicle stick? Oh, yeah. I think you can kill someone with a popsicle stick, but they don't cut. You know, have you ever tried to cut cut other wood with wood? Yeah. Take your time. Yeah, really think that about that. A, usually that's how fire starts. Mm. Yeah. 
Let's let that Too one popular. ruminate. Yeah. yeah, let's let it marinate in its own juices. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you had a little fight in law in uh, New York City. Yeah, I just these guys were drunk. Like I feel like college students maybe, but it was like three you know medium sized white guys, and they all sort of one of them was freestyling. It was really really late at night, and I had just uh, had some earlier issues, and I was with these two girls, and we're walking by. And they started kind of making fun of us and rapping. And one of them said, that guy looks like the dude from Yogi Bear. And I thought that was really weird because I felt like, well, then he must know that I am the guy from Yogi Bear. Or he's a huge Yogi Bear fan, but not big enough to know that I am Ranger Jones in that film. So that was very confusing. And then we kept walking and he kept insulting us. And he's He doesn't like, sound like the type that would watch the Yogi Bear movie. Yeah, certainly. Oh, not. Yeah, it's a good watch. It's a good well, no, no, no. He, I, that was just that, you know, that's, he was drunk and slurring his words. But so he yelled some stuff at the girls, and I told him, hey, you know, shut up, leave us alone. We had a really hard night. I'm asking you nicely. And then we walk away, and he, you know, slung some other insults. And I said, why don't you come down here and say that stuff? Why don't you come down here and we'll talk about it? You say it fight? to my face. You want to fight each other? And uh, this was like three months ago or something. Yeah, and he's like, uh, da, da, da. And then I walked away, and uh, no, this was a long time ago. It's like six months, a year ago. And he, uh, <laughs> he came. It's in three months or six. I mean, that's not that's pretty close. I mean, if your daughter says to you, "Papa, all I want in my life is for us to go on a you father-daughter even... date," three months from now, yeah, and then six months later, you're like, "So what about that father-daughter date?" She goes, I, I wanted that three months ago. And you say, three to six, it's the same crap, darling. <laughs> but it's a bit Which is literally you... her name. I mean, you named your daughter Darlin. <laughs> Such a strange thing. It depends how you perceive time. I mean, I, that's, you, you probably haven't shaved your pubic hair between now and then, right? Since the fight? No, I have. Okay. Is that how you measure time? Because <laughs> you do it every two to three days, keeping it prickly. That's right. Yeah, I know about it. Cactus-like. Yeah. Old right. cactus dick. That's what they yeah. used to call yeah. him in college. Cactus cock. I, I, Old prick I for cactus cock. Old prickly prick. <laughs> prickly prick dick. So what happened? What, what did you do? Well, so then, so we tried to leave, and you know they said something really, 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 really mean to one of the girls. So mean you, you couldn't repeat it here. So mean I would never repeat it out loud. And yeah. So I spit in their general direction. Say it inside. Let's feel it. And said, you know, you guys are terrible people. This is what was funny because I like to do this when I'm mad. I don't like to use curse words. I, You're a terrible person. You're a mean man. You're a mean, mean man. That's what I yelled at him. Yeah. And, uh, and so we started walking. And we got in the car and then they threw a water bottle, full water bottle at the car and hit the back of the car. And then they all came over and started kicking the car. And I said, you know, let me out. They said, uh, so then I got out. And, uh, and I said, what are you guys doing? Get away from us. Just leave us alone. And one of the guys goes, we came here to jump you. And I said, I, really? I don't he announced think, that? I, 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 like, so I said, these I said. are what I. I literally said to him. Intentions. I go, I, I don't think people that jump people say that beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> and that was so funny because then they kind of looked at each other. And then I went, I, you know, because they were like, what did that we do that wrong? the whole situation. And I said, I guess I go, all right, well, then let's do it. And I hit the first guy. And I don't I really don't fight much, but I hit the first guy. And he just fell over. I mean, I was surprised by my. Yeah. I think part of it is by your own I, I'm a really giant guy. You're a burly you know, guy. I forget it, but I am. Yeah. You know, I weigh 338 pounds. Yeah, you do. And about 138 pounds of that and is most of all that chain is, mail well, underwear. Most of that also is long johns made of chain mail. A lot of tail weight too. Yeah, a lot of tail, tail weight. weight. A lot of yeah. tail. You have a tail. 
I do. I have a vestigial barbed, tail that weighs barbed tail. Barbed vestigial tail that weighs <laughs> over thirty pounds. A barbed tail covered with popsicle sticks. <laughs> it's barbed to slice a man's splinters. throat. Yeah. Uh, and at least expects it to do what it takes to survive. So he fell over, and then I realized when I had hit him. I realized I, I looked at the other two guys because I thought as yeah. soon as I hit him, they were both going to jump on me and okay. then I was going to get yeah. my ass and then the, the kicked. The That's what I that would be a brouhaha or that a Donnybrook. Brook. That would be a Donnybrook. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, oh boy, this is about to become a Donnybrook. Yeah. And I didn't say you that out loud that. because they would have said, what is a Donnybrook? And then maybe I would have confused them yeah. more. But when I looked to them and expected them to both jump on me, I saw them look at each other yeah. and they had this kind of look like, uh, uh. And I was like, oh, I get it. These guys aren't, they, they, they didn't really. They didn't really want to fight. Well, they didn't really understand the, what the fi- what a fight is. Mm-hmm. And a fight is, it's just, you know, and also, you know, you have to realize I have very wild eyes. So when I get angry, it looks very scary, I think, to other people. It certainly looks scary to me when I'm mad at myself in the mirror. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. Which happens often. <laughs> I've seen that. It happens so often because I, I don't pronounce the T in that word that whenever I say often. Yeah. I go to the mirror and I get real mad. <laughs> and so I, you know, a, a, after I saw that them exchange that look, I said, "Well, this isn't. This is going to be." And so then I just, you know, hit the first guy and then I hit the other guy and then the other guy got up and he pushed me into the van and I got out. Also, by the way, if you've just been hit and your two friends have just been hit, like punch style, yeah. you know, as I call it, because I don't style. fight much, yeah, punch style. Cool. I like punch to hit people punch style. Even Cranick couldn't have made that rather way. than a finger slap. You know, he'll, he'll punch style you. And, uh, Period. Uh, you know, you don't get up and then push a person. Yeah. You got, that's your moment to try and throw a punch. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. He just pushed me into the van. So I kind of fell backwards in the van and then I got out and I pushed him and he fell over. He had no van to fall into. So he just went into the street. Where was this van? It was, was that the original car? Yeah, that's the car that we were going to get out. Oh, now, I like forgot a... to tell you that as, they're, as they're kicking the thing, I'm saying, let me out of the car. I need to talk to these guys. And the girl's like, no, 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 no. But she had parallel parked in a very tight space. <laughs> so she was trying to get, so it was taking yeah. five, maybe five, While ten While you were minutes. fighting? It's going to take five to six minutes. No, to get out. Uh-huh. So I said, just let me out of the van. So then I got out and then the fight started. And so, you know, and then all these guys, you know, so I, I hit them all and they all kind of, then when they were sort of dazed and I got. How small were these people? Because you seem so casual about beating up four people. Between four, like never, you don't between seem four like- foot three and four foot four. And I also said three people, <laughs> which is another reason I love doing the show. You always listen to your guests. And, uh, and, and no, they just. You when know, did you throw Skittles in their face? They were bigger than you, but they were smaller than a bear. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Yeah. A bear cub. So they're bigger than you, but smaller than a My bear. My favorite is that you, you know, your put down was, and I. I, I'm upset with you because your put down was you're a very bad person. You're a mean man. You're a mean man. You're a very mean man. And I told you, you have to have a go-to put down. And mine is you're an embarrassment to your family. Ooh, I like that one. That's that's a good I like, one. I like saying you're a mean yeah. man. And I also have one that says, if I had curtains made of your integrity, I'd get them replaced with better curtains. <laughs> you drapery dick licker. <laughs> So how did it end? So you jumped in the van. Well, you know, I, I had hit these guys. Were, and I was did like, the tires that's, screech? That's screeching that. tires? No, because we were still parallel parked. So I got in the van. We closed the door. She locks the door. And we're slowly getting out of it as these guys are, like, getting up and being angry. And so they, of course, were yelling things after us. Uh, and one guy kind of chased us for a bit. But I, I, would, I, I really I, – I was yelling at – the two girls I was with, they're both great. One's a comic, Nikki Glazer, who's really, really funny and has a great podcast also. And then the other one is Rebecca Trent, who owns The Creek, uh, which is in uh, 
There's it's, a lot of creeks. Yeah, too. but no, no, but it's in New York. It's a comedy club it's in New York, in, in Long Island yeah. City, in Queens. Okay, and uh, and so those two girls were with me, and they were like, "No, we just got to get out of here. We got to get out of here." So she's still sort of parallel parking her way out of there, and then she edges out and you know starts going. As I said, they chased, and they one of the guys chased. I, I implored them. I said, "Stop the car and let me get back out," because I thought it'd be so funny. If we left and then the, one of the guys chased everyone, then we stopped and I got out and just fought him. Because those odds I really like. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, if, if he didn't do well in a fight where two of his friends were helping him, I think I can handle it. So he wanted it to him. stop and continue uh, this Donnybrook. I with mean, just one person, a little bit, but that'd then, be more of a Nick, dust up. Nikki made the point. She said, "Look, that guy said he thought you might have been in Yogi Bear 3D, and he might try and press charges or something." Oh, so then we took okay. off. But you know, I thought you know it is. I don't know. I guess it could have been called self defense, right? If three you, guys trying, you know what I call you, it? I, I don't matter. I don't know how you feel, but I would call it vigilante justice. Wow. Yeah. I got. I got to say something. That Nikki Glazer, she's smarter than the average bear. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready with the pun. Oh my god! He he reached over, grabbed the microphone, and literally pushed. Yeah, he pushed Cash's me aside. He's face. like, "I got something." You fell over backwards. I got this. I got this. I'll take it from here. Cash. What if what if that's his like uh, catchphrase? Like I'm like you're an embarrassment to your family. That's his. Like he just waits for the average bear line. <laughs> this whole story's been like, "Damn, I got to get it in there." Su- but it's such a weird put down because it's sort of a he's smarter than the average bear. Well, thank you. No, but still, bears aren't very smart. I didn't say how much smarter. You're not as smart as a human. You smart bear of a man. Uh, he got our goat. He got I, uh, our goat. He got our goat. He got the goat. And that's cashing it. in with TJ Miller. Thank you so I, uh, much for thank joining, you so much joining us. Um, that's awesome, man. Thank you for the for the mainline brouhaha and uh, Donnie Burke story. I, but I want to make it clear too. I, I really I don't. You're like not a fighting. violent person. I don't like it. And here's not, why. Don't, nobody because thinks you're violent. I think I think, and I know this from stand up and having to deal with hecklers. I think I'm much more effective verbally than I am physically mm-hmm. when I'm fighting someone. Because I can really say some things that really cut into your core, largely because nothing that people say to me I really agree with you. Me. I agree with you. You've said some of the most hurtful things uh, that I've ever experienced. I, I said something You're yesterday. I said something yesterday about your jawline. Yeah. That you burst into tears for five <laughs> minutes until I stopped you and made you apologize. Yeah. No, TJ said something so cruel once that my arm lit on fire. <laughs> Like that's a bad. That's a pretty good put down. And when you, know, you're, do you when remember you what it was? I said, I said, "Hey, Cash, your arm's covered in gasoline. Don't light that cigarette, you stupid old crap barrel, you old bucket of a man." And then, uh, it's, a, it's a real callback, cavalcade. Yeah, cavalcade. no, it's uh, TJ can, but the, it is true. You're verbally uh, very cutting. Yeah. Very. Uh, uh, I've heard some feelings. I've had a couple people leave comedy clubs crying, mostly girls. One guy left, and he seemed like he was on the verge yeah. of tears. I had a. I actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I had a. Matt's, Matt's giggling. He's like, "What could that have been about?" I had a post show. Uh, I would say dust up. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone felt very insulted after a show uh, by something I had said, and they came and they got right in my face. And it was outside the club. It was here in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and nobody was there pretty much. Um, at the time, mm-hmm. later they came after what ensued, <laughs> but the, he was just in my face. He's like, you take it back. The things he said, I'm like, no, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. And it was just one joke. He took umbrage with, and he kept, and he was kept getting my space. And I kept saying like, you really have to just step off me. And he kept getting my space. I said, really, I'm, I'm asking for the last time. I'm going to, I'm going to have to hit you yeah. if you come any closer. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I did hit him, <laughs> and it was so beautiful because, uh, I mean, there was these velvet ropes behind him, and now people were outside watching, and the ropes 
he fell back into the ropes and they enclosed around oh, him. That's the and best. it looked really dramatic. And both like poles fell yeah, down also. <laughs> and it looked really forceful. And I, I can't say I didn't feel like twice the man in that mo- I feel like I had three balls. I mean, like you, an extra ball. You, if that's yeah. almost that's like a that's like a, a superhero, a sorcerer to it, hit it's someone a, and then have the velvet rope and yeah, tangle them. It entangled him, and he goes, "I'm gonna sue you," and he like was like very upset. I'll say this: and I, I would just, not want to fight you because I, I, I mean, I'm I'm a bigger guy than you are. How tall are you? I'm about uh, five. Uh, Six and a half. Oh, six and a half, five, seven. And uh, that's bad when you use it. But I'm about six know? three, yeah. six three and a half. Yeah. And uh and I uh yeah, I wouldn't want to fight you because you, you have you have that quality too where when you snap it's all over. It doesn't and I've always thought that I've thought I would rather be psychotic in a fight than actually have boxing skills or martial arts mm, skills. To me, yes. that's important. Yes. Because if I can get a person's head close enough to my mouth, I'm going to bite their ear off. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Or you can bite their nose, any face. You bite yeah. any part of their face. And also, you know, if I, if I, I you know, I'll go, I'll go for whatever. Yeah, and I don't think you should ever, ever, you never really end up going crazy or picking a fight with someone you know deep down you can't, you can't beat. Yeah, I don't I, think so. I think most intelligent people go crazy when they know it's going to serve them well. Yeah. And but but would you would you really fight? I mean, generally, you I know, mean, one of the maskers questions, uh, just to get out ahead of it, but I forgot. Somebody asked, like, what if, what do you, how do you shush someone in a movie theater? You don't, because probably they're, they could they could very likely be much bigger and, and more uh, violent than well, you. Well, I think you suss it out. If you can see the person, you got to tell them. But I, I, somebody went to – didn't you go to – was it you that went to a movie where somebody hit another person? Somebody told him, shh, and he said it two or three more times, and the guy just turned around and punched him in the face. No, that was not me. Okay. That was me, actually. I was the one who punched the guy that in was the face. <laughs> yeah, you don't tell me to shush, okay, when I'm watching a film, <laughs> especially not something that I love. Yeah, absolutely. Well, like that's Little good. Well, it's that was uh, that was our uh, essential questions of human nature, and we're we're kind of falling behind here, T.J. Miller. We're well, so interesting listening here. Real quick, uh, what hurts? Uh, my throat. My throat's been hurting a lot lately. I think you know. I get if I yell too much, or you know, I smoke a little bit too much. It really, really hurts my throat. So I've been trying to keep that a little bit better. But it's right. I mean, it's right above the Adam's apple. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, right above my, my yeah. man stamp. Uh, whenever I'm dressed in women's clothing, your man stamp. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with which people identify me as a man mm-hmm. when they look at me. My that's Adam's that's apple. been uh, uh, what hurts. Brought to you by. Uh, uh, Cliff Bar. I, let, me uh, say, let me say this, and Cliff Bar didn't want us to talk about this, but I will say it hurts. I think it would hurt to have an Adam's apple that was bigger than your penis. Mm. If your man stamp truly is your Adam's apple. Do you think that... And we're going to lose sponsorship, and I know it, but I just I think that hurts, and I think people yeah. should be more sensitive. Well, you see a man with a really big Adam's apple. Look, buddy, Cliff Bar knew what they were getting into. They sure did. Okay, if they want to sponsor What Hurts, we're going to talk the truth. Yeah, Cliff Bar should know we're willing yeah. to walk you know off that You know cliff. what? Cliff Bar can suck it. Wow. You know what I would say to Cliff Bar? Yeah. You're an embarrassment to your family. Ah, you know what I would say to Cliff? <laughs> Go for it. You're smarter than the average bear. That's what I'd say in Matt's voice. <laughs> All right. That was what hurts. We're going to move along to uh, tiny opinions. Uh, this kind of, you know, is, is along these same lines with the brouhaha. Uh, mm-hmm. I generally think people that uh, chew tobacco uh, are people that uh, 
you know, might being likely to get in a brouhaha or a mm-hmm. melee once in a while. Yeah. Um, can you? I enjoy chewing tobacco once in a while. Do you? But let me ask you this: once in a while, on a whim, sure, on a, on a whim, on the whisker, on the wings of an angel. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> she's so sick uh, on a whisker. I like. Yeah, I played. I played baseball for I a did, long time. And I, 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 once in a while, I like to. But I wouldn't suggest. I did it on a whisker. It but I'll, a but so I'm not. I have nothing against a chewing tobacco. But I will say this: I don't think you should show up to a job interview uh, with chewing tobacco in your lip. I think that's not a. There's not many jobs you can get. Uh, I think you with wanna, chewing yeah. tobacco uh, in your in your mouth. In general, it's important not to show up smelling like smoke. Any type of smoke, certainly not uh, smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chewing tobacco I think is bad. If you're going to do that, though, put the lippers in the t- the f- the top teeth in the back. Yeah, don't put it in the front. If you got it on your bottom lip and it's kind of hanging out like that, yeah, that's and not a good. Certainly don't spit on the desk of the person interviewing. Yeah, or you know, if you're running for office, like how quickly could someone lose an election if they threw a little lipper in there? While they were uh, on the podium, you imagine Mitt Romney just like, like to talk yeah, about that. Right, 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 right. No more taxes for the rich. <laughs> um, I don't like I don't, the, the the reason chewing tobacco is so disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. Is a cigarette? The smoke feels clean. You know, it's sort of it's, it's and and you got to go outside to do it. Uh, drinking, you know, you can carry a flask indoors if you need to, but for the most part, you're at a bar. It's, it's, it's all, it all feels pretty clean in terms of substances, but chewing tobacco, you ever seen someone chew tobacco indoors? They're spitting it into a cup. Yeah, yeah. It's no, I think, so it's an, I think it's an outdoor thing, but what kind uh, the of a act man? of spitting, no, nah, wait a second. I wouldn't question someone's manhood for it. I think the act of spitting is, is, uh, it's one of my more, our more primordial, uh, things. Again, spitting. I insist. Peeing. What kind spitting. of man spits into a cup as he's talking to somebody? It's just gross. That's the thing. You don't want to be around people and have to have a conversation while. So you just, that. you're encouraging people, if you do want to chew tobacco indoors, go be by yourself and just sit alone, spitting into a cup. Yeah, I, you know what? I think if you're with good enough friends, I don't think they should care too much. Really? Yeah, I've done it periodically. Wow. Yeah, just around, you know, like uh, my wife's parents, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my father-in-law will spit. I'll go, hey, watch your shoes. Yeah. You know, sometimes if I'm sitting outside by a fire, I might mm-hmm. do that way. You can do that. I like to spit into fires. Yeah. Spitting in the wind. I'll do that on a whisker. Not a whim, but I'll yeah. do it on a whisker. You're flying on the seats of an angel. You ever fly on the seat of an angel? I never. Tobacco. I've I've flown by the seat of my pants as I tickled the angel wing whiskers of a whim. <laughs> uh, well, there's there's other things that you shouldn't do at a job interview. You shouldn't show up with chewing tobacco in your mouth. Um, cargo shorts, not not appropriate at a lot no, of job interviews. Not, and, and I have a, a very strong feeling about this. If you don't have actual cargo. In your cargo you pockets, have some wire. Get some regular jam. Yeah. Get some regular shorts. John Rambo had cargo shorts. Is that true? What were the what was the cargo body bags inside? An ample supply of body bags. <laughs> they were all body bags. <laughs> uh, no, he had stuff in his cargo shorts. He could justify it. It's true. You've got to have you got to have some kind of wire cutter in there. Yeah, you got to have some right. cargo. Non- got to have some mesh, some nylon mesh. Yeah, I think non-functional pockets are just a waste yeah. of fabric. No, I, I think you have to have uh, a poncho. I think everyone with cargo shorts should be able to whip a poncho out of one of their leg pockets. I carry a poncho at all times. Need a poncho? Yeah, because I yeah. don't. I don't like coats. Um, so you don't want to wear. Rain. You don't want to wear cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to wear flip flops yeah. in an interview. No, no, now, no, no. You don't. No you don't also want to go too far in the other direction. People that have tuxes. 
they tend to want to wear those tuxes in the most inappropriate situations. I don't think you know, there's anyone that's ever worn a tuxedo to a job. Yeah, interview. people not people go too far. You know, you know, it's like this is a luau party. You know, yeah. not the time to break out the the tux. Yeah, well, the thing is, you get to wear a tuxedo so rarely. Uh, you know, that you want to create instances if where you, if you own one, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I own a tuxedo, so I I actually like to wear it. I'll wear it to a bonfire. You know? And you—that's you are someone spitting, chewing tobacco like a cretin. <laughs> but I don't know anybody like that. Um, I have a um, a tux with the cargo pants. Do you? Uh, yeah, it's got a lot of cargo. Keep on extra it. bow ties in there, yeah. cufflinks. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the smart way to do it. Sometimes I'll wear a uh, a tuxedo uh, over. Cargo shorts, you know, so that I can drop trow and say, hey, jump in these cargo pockets. <laughs> I only do that when I'm around incredibly tiny people, <laughs> five, six or below. Nobody five, six and a half. Uh, we're going to move it along because we're, we're running behind. TJ Let's do Miller. it. Let's get up there. Yeah. We're, we're going to move it along to practical living in the modern age. Oh, I love this one. Uh, I, I think, you know, we were talking about sensitive people and I think you need to be sensitive. And I think celebrities, and you're a celebrity, TJ Miller. That's why I love having you on the show. I don't really think uh, that's... No, you're, you're a guy that walks down the street and people go, look at that guy. Was he? Was that the guy in the Donningbrook in New York? Was that the guy that uh, I, did the thing with the I, thing? The only time I walked That guy I jumped in the, the street, van and did the... The only time I walked down the street and been recognized, it was for a melee, and it was by a gentleman named Donnie Brike. <laughs> but, you know, you're a celebrity, and you have to be careful with this, and everyone does. I think the keys to being a celebrity is, and you have to be sensitive... Is is don't marry or date someone that's really clumsy, because it makes you look bad. I think a lot of these celebrities they seem to be like with clumsy women, and then they, and then they, those those women fall a lot, and then they look. You know, can people get suspicious? I think you have to be very careful. Me, you have to really marry a really athletic girl. I don't. Aren't you worried about that? Understand. Every time your girlfriend falls down a stair, you know she'll fall down or a stair, just down a single stairway, stair, just one stair. Watch one, out for that stair. One giant stair. You're fine. You didn't hurt yourself at all. It was just about four. It's called a long. ledge. No, I call it a stair. Yeah. It's a giant stair. I, uh, yeah, you, you're always done. like, hey, let's. Uh, let, I'm just going to park uh, stair side. You mean curbside? No, no, <laughs> stair side. Uh, first of all, I don't understand how you have ascertained or even come up with the theory. That these celebrities are marrying clumsy women. What what is two examples of that? Well, I mean, there's 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 some there's some celebrities. Who's mm-hmm. the celebrity that? Uh, no, no, uh, I, don't th- I don't think this is a time for you to look to Matt. To look to Matt. I don't know a lot him. of celebrities' names. I'd like you to look into my TJ? eyes and tell me TJ, two celebrities. Did you notice married- you've been on the show a lot? I don't know a lot of celebrities. <laughs> I don't know their names. I don't know how to reach them. But it's not even that. How do you know that they're marrying clumsy women? <laughs> Has Clooney it, got a it, clumsy? It seems, it seems like they're they're in trouble with like you know they get in trouble even with the law. People are like, oh, she wasn't clumsy. You know, both people are saying that she's clumsy. She fell down some stairs again, and then <laughs> and then they, you know, like that guy, that musician who, who Chris name? Brown and Rihanna. Yeah, like that poor guy. Uh, okay, she's just, really clumsy. <laughs> she's that poor woman. She's uh, that poor guy. I feel bad for him. He's like, you know what, Chris? Seriously, marry someone that's a little bit more physically, uh, you know. Uh, Capable, a little bit better athlete. Okay, Cash, just don't. You got to marry a good athlete. Gosh, you do know that uh, Rihanna's really clumsy. I, she keeps falling. Well, it was the result into of things. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I'd rather that you live blissfully <laughs> than informed. Do you seriously believe that this fella Chris Brown did something physically untoward towards? <laughs> untoward, untoward, sir. <laughs> 
no, no, you know, that's the hard part about hosting a podcast. And I am hosting uh, this show. It's called Cashing In with T.J. Miller. And sometimes I don't even know how to say something, but I have to just forge ahead. Untoward is important. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Chris Brown is uh, uh, at fault or do you think he's just married to a clumsy woman? I guess that's my question. I think Chris Brown is. Oh, they're not married? Okay. No, no, but they I were. They were, whole, they were. They were. They, yeah, they were engaged. This whole premise is ruined. Um, you know, I, I like to think that uh, women who fall down the stairs a lot should stop uh, living in the area where there are those stairs. Let's put it that way. Mm, nice. Rihanna did that. Although yeah. sometimes those people will get back together with those stairs to do a, a song that's kind of a reunion, and they usually end up falling back down yeah. those stairs. You know I'm jesting. And I know you're joking, too, you but I don't know what jesting means. Really. Yeah. You know I jest and joke on the uh, wings of an angel I, sometimes. I, I, I like to I, suggest I, that you're joking. I know suggest. what you're saying. I think that if, if – I, I do think to get serious now because my son's listening. Uh, and can he, I just say something to your yeah. son right now? Uh, Little Cash, uh, who, of course, your name is not Little Cash, but that's what I call you. Little yeah. Cash, uh, I want you to go forth and carry your father's torch. Uh, I think it's in his garage. He used to use it for spelunking. No, it's actually uh, his arm. You insulted me so badly. It spontaneously lit on fire. <laughs> if you want to talk to my son, just tell his favorite joke. Dushai shai. Dushai shai. Yeah, he loves it. Cracked him up. What a cute little fella. All I got to say is he's listening right now. And so in, in seriousness, I guess I, I would say that if someone, uh, if, if, if a melee or a brouhaha breaks out or a Donnie Brook, as it were, mm-hmm. or if, if somebody hits you and you fall over some ropes, you definitely shouldn't hang out with that person again. I think you let go of that person. Yeah, and yeah. that's why that's why this podcast, we jest, but then we get pretty serious. And, uh, you and know, I think and it's, people leave their, their it's less relationships. We, it's less that we jest and it's more that we suggest. Yeah, we suggest things that we're that we're joking, but also that we're serious. Hey, buddy, we're up against the uh, the wall Clock, here. We're going to have to do maskers. We're not going to be able to do tickling the orc. We're not going to have time. We're going to do some maskers here. Uh, this one's from uh, Kayla Hiller. Mm. Um, she's at B Ball Hillbilly. That's B B A L L H I L B I L L Y. That is the longest username. Ball Hillbilly. That's really what it is. Ball Hillbilly. She writes, it's 6.40 a.m. and I've already listened to the podcast that came out today. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, we're biased, obviously, but I I think that's a good thing. I mean, first of all, you're starting your day extremely early. And second of all, you're starting your day not only with a laugh, hopefully, but also with just a little bit of insight to to carry into your your Tuesday uh, work day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good thing. You know, it's it a, depends. It depends what you like to do while you're listening that's to the podcast. That's what I was just going to say. I was just you know I mean? going to say that. And also what you had planned, you know. Um, if you had planned today to, uh, you know, shoot up a hot dog on a stick, you know, something like that, you store. Mean, sorry, you shoot up a... Yeah, someone, someone asked inject us, like... inject a hot dog in a stick into your body? No, I was thinking, like, maybe to go on a, a shooting spree at hot dog on a stick. At... At the store, hot yeah, dog on a stick? Yeah. Where is that? Is that a real uh, thing? Yeah, there is something called hot dog on a stick. I think that's a corn dog. No, there's no corn dog on a stick. Hot dog on a stick is this Is this? Uh, I think corn dogs are exclusively on sticks. That's true. But sometimes you can put hot dogs on there, too. A corn dog is a hot dog. The restaurant is called hot dog on a stick. I didn't make this up. Okay. I'm serious. Okay. Am I right? Yes. Have you, you've seen the uniforms. Yep. They're insane. You could never get laid 
with a hot dog on a stick uniform on. They wear they they're dressed up like uh, clowns. clowns, pretty. You know, much. more women than you would think are interested in uh, in they have uh, hot dog fetishes or just nitrate fetishes in general. <laughs> And some of those ladies like it on a stick, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> fellas. And I don't think you do, so don't ask me because I sure as hell don't myself. I think it's great she's listening at 640 in the morning. Yeah, I, you I listen to it as early as you want. Now, but if she had something planned like curing some disease like, I don't know, syphilis or something, you know, and she – you know, she was going to cure some major. Right. If you know, her job, she, if, if she was job, about to cure cancer or something, and then all of a sudden she decided to listen instead, then I'd say it's a bad thing. I think you know you want to. If it depends on what you're doing. If if you're watching this, or watching, if you're watching yourself listen to this podcast, which is mm-hmm. how a lot I of listen people do to it. it. Yeah, a lot of people they, do it that they, way. They put the headphones. Some people on go into a fun house. Look in the mirror. The, yeah, yeah. Some people go into the fun house. Get those mirrors. wild eyes. Yeah. And listen in, and have a Dunnybrook with yourself. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I think if you're, you know, if you're doing that, if you're listening, and you should be doing something else, we encourage you just press pause. Do yeah, what you need press to do. Pause. If, you, if you need to, you can pre- have this guide you through your week. If you you're know? if you're listening to the podcast at six forty three a.m. in lieu of breastfeeding, yeah, that's a bad. Thing. That's a bad thing. And and listen over and over throughout the week, and sometimes listen backwards. Uh, sometimes there's some hidden messages. In back there. maskering. Yeah, back maskering. That's what we call it. Um, number two, uh, this is from Gemma. Gemma C. Ah, one uh, of yeah, my she's favorites. at Gemma C. No Evil. That, really? Yeah. yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's great. She's she's. I think she's in uh, Australia she's, or yes, something. She's in know. Ireland, and yep. she is uh, one of my biggest fans. Yeah, at Gemma C. No Evil. She seems really cool. What do parents expect me to do if someone tries to break in whilst I'm babysitting? Well, I think I, I want to. I, we're gonna have to ask her, Jim. If you could just tell us if you went to pronounce that whilst like or it, whilst. It got my attention. I like whilst. I like it. You know. Uh, well, where there's I'm a only, whilst, there's a waste <laughs> of space. <laughs> I'm only 16. She adds that. So she's only 16. She's babysitting. What should she do uh, when people? You know, what do her parents expect her to do? And here's the thing. Uh, Gemma, there's a great documentary about this. Uh, it's called Home Alone. And uh, mm-hmm. I think if you just, you know... If, set traps. Yeah, you have to you set a lot of traps. And you hope it's Joe Pesci coming after you. And you want to you make some way for fire to hit his the top of his head when he's, when he's coming into the door. Not easy to orchestrate. Certainly not. But we believe in you. We do believe in you. The other thing is... What, wait, what's the question again? What... Do parents expect me to do if someone tries to break in whilst I'm babysitting? I'm uh, only yeah. 16. Jim, I think that's exactly right. You want to set up as many booby traps as you can all over. You know, a good one is marbles on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so rare mm-hmm. that thieves or uh, home invaders uh, are looking uh, towards the floor to see if there are marbles. Usually they're looking around for valuables or people to kill or rape. And what you want to do is just put marbles. I, what I do is I put marbles all over the floor, the first floor. It's just totally in marble. Just in case. And then when you walk around you, and you teach the kids to do it too, yeah. keep your feet planted on the ground and slide forward mm-hmm. so you're never stepping mm-hmm. on the marbles mm-hmm. but just moving them around. Mm-hmm. You're going to need about 100,000 marbles. And Gemma, you can get that uh, on my website. There is a, a it's <laughs> TJ Miller does not have a website.com backslash marble sale. And I'm selling 100,000 marbles. Uh, this is a one-time only deal. They're a penny a piece, penny a pop, as I call them. <laughs> and uh, so it is, it's, uh, let's see, let me do the math real quick there. What did you do? Where did you go? How did you find yourself? Can you teach me? This is about $1,000. <laughs> 
Well, that's good. So the, any other types of traps? Yeah, I mean, you do good. that. The marble thing is, is good. Do you think she should tell her parents or just uh, have them get surprised? By I the think you tell thing. the parents. First of all, use, marble installation. use the child that you're babysitting as a human shield. Hold it in front of you. Then charge straight at the home yeah, invader. straight at him. And then you push the baby. If it's a baby, push the baby into his face. Yeah. Well, or you, you know if what? If it's a full-grown child, push it into his entire body. You know what I think she should say? I think she should look him in the eye and say, you're an embarrassment to your family. I like that. Yeah, or she could do it your way. You're a mean man. You're a mean man for breaking in. Now get off my marbles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, Gemma. Well, that's we hope a good one. Thank you, you Gemma. Uh, Gemma, keep tuning in. We love you. So one more. Much. One more. Fester Adams wants to know: Is is TJ Miller as mysterious as he as he appears to be? Um, this is uh, at mm-hmm. Fester three two one. You know, he is very mysterious. He's got costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked about that. He's got a tail. We talked about that. Apparently, he's over 300 pounds. He gets in fights when he goes to New York City. Almost 400 pounds. Um, he made a music album for no reason and then made remixed it. it for even less of a reason. Yeah. Did you do a remix? Yeah, the, re- the Illegal Art remix tape of the Extended Play EP will be out in September. Sponsored by Cliff Bar. So now they've, we've already lost. Oh, uh, we lost that yeah, sponsorship. Lost sponsor, yeah. Yeah. Lost so sponsorship. we're going after Power Crunch. We're about TJ. Fingers cruised. If you talk to TJ on the telephone, uh, you really can't understand a word he's saying. That's I, mean, I try mysterious. to explain this to my girlfriend, yeah. Because yeah. you're always on speakerphone, and you know you hear him say these things that you don't understand at all. He said like six of them today, and we just laugh and ask follow-up questions. But he's got weird phrases mm-hmm. you know, that he'll use, and you're not really sure. I'll say, uh, flugel spat your underparts. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like, and yeah, then, that doesn't make and, any sense. And I'll be like, just just meet me. And then uh, before you get there, flugel spat your underparts. And it, then you'll be like, oh, wait, wait, wait a second. And then you always will hang up before uh, you've answered any questions. I, I also think it depends on how mysterious you think I am already. You know, if you think I'm really mysterious, then I'm probably not as mysterious. But if you're kind of saying, is he as mysterious as he appears to be? He appears sort of mysterious. Yeah, I mean, you... Let me put it this way. I meet a lot of people on the docks wearing a red carnation and a fedora and a trench coat. <laughs> and I speak in a real low tone. And I speak in, uh, what do you call it? Spanish. Crypt- cryptic messages. <laughs> yeah, no, some people call it Spanish. Some I call people call that cryptic messages. messages, but I call it Spanish. I say, ¿Dónde, Hola. ¿dónde, ¿dónde, está? ¿Dónde está mi otro uh, sombrero? Because I'm always yeah. looking for my other fedora. Yeah. yeah, you are mysterious, and that's why you have a 13 branded on your shoulder. I do. I had it. Yeah, I had it branded uh, two <laughs> weeks ago. I had a cow do it. You know, just to even the score. <laughs> that was cashing in with TJ Miller. Thank you so much for having me, Thank Cash. You I hope you have me back. I'm I would so love sorry to have you back. Please, show. please come back sometime. Really? We always love having you. Well, yeah, yeah, you're okay. one of my favorite guests. Thank you so much for having me. Check us out on uh, uh, Nerdist. Check us out on Nerdist.com. Uh, We're on iTunes. At, TJ, at not TJ Miller. At Cash Levy. And then also, you know, we have a face. Please like our new Facebook page yeah, for Cashing then, In with TJ Miller. Yes, that'd be nice. And it is so exciting. You know, I set up the page because Cash has been paying me a little bit on the side to help with uh, internet type yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Worldwide like web. And you can post your maskers questions. Again, that's uh, Ask the Masters. And it doesn't have anything to do with masks. If I receive one more email, I will walk off of a cliff bar. 
And that, that won't hurt me at all. It's even it's less dangerous than falling off a stair. You know what? It's a tall stair. It's called a cliff. <laughs> and that's been casually given teacher. But a cliff is the tallest <laughs> stair of all. Whoops. Now leaving nerdist.com. 